don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. To make America great again, we are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. I appreciate you joining in with me today on this January 6th year of our Lord 2022. You're locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving, flag-waving, joyful hip-hop patriot, Jeremy Harrell. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining in today. For all the Real America's Voice news audience, I know you've been hit all day with this non-surrection stuff. Non-surrection, non-surrection, non-surrection. Of course, everybody else might be calling it something different. I'm going to call it a non-surrection because there's not been one single criminal charge of insurrection or terrorism. No, more like, you know, Breaking and entering, assault, picketing inside a government facility, trespassing. And for that, people's, people's rights get completely taken away. They're not afforded their basic human rights. They're shoved in some Gitmo-style prison inside D.C. without any due process whatsoever. And we've even had people lose their lives. Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan. Now, I played this tribute this morning on Live from America, on the 11 a.m. show. And if you really want to get fired up, you're going to want to go back and watch that show. But I might be the only person on this planet today who's willing to sit in front of a camera and tell you that the January 6th protest was justified. Now, when we get to the bottom of who exactly was breaking windows, and when we get to the bottom of who exactly led the charge in, and when we get to the bottom of the complete breakdown of security there that's under Nancy Pelosi's watch after Nancy Pelosi rejected requests to have National Guard there, to have beefed-up security there by none other than who? President Donald J. Trump. Yeah, this is Nancy Pelosi creating a January 6th unselect committee of Donald Trump-hating losers and trying to deflect from her responsibility there. Because at the end of the day, if you really want a buck stops here moment, at the end of the day, Nancy Pelosi is in charge of the Capitol Police. She's in charge of the security of the Capitol building. She's in charge of the security of the House of Representatives. And at the end of the day, the buck stops with no, none other than punch drunk, stretch face Armstrong herself, Nancy Pelosi, who was on her way out this year, thank the Lord. That's what's really going on. And if you agree that that's what's really going on, give me an amen. And if you're watching on social media, then like and share the video, please. God bless you and thank you so very much. So a long story short, folks, was January 6th justified? I think, yes, it was. I said that this morning. I'm not going to be one of those people that sit here behind a camera and go, I condemn the actions of January 6th. Here's what happened, okay? I'm going to give you two analogies here. Number one. Think of it like this. You and I, we work together. We're in an armored bank truck, okay? We're in an armored truck that's going to collect money or drop off money, excuse me, at a bank. We have millions of dollars of legit money in the back of this truck, and we're transporting it to a bank. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, when we get so ever so close, to we know we're, we're right there. GPS says we're only like two blocks away. All of a sudden, we get hijacked. We get hijacked. What we're really talking about here is votes, folks. We get hijacked. 
And these hijackers not only hijack the truck, but they take all of the legit money out of the truck and put nothing but illegitimate money back in the truck, fake counterfeit money. They take our, they take our clothes and they finish the transaction and go to the bank and say, here's your money. And the legitimacy of the entire drop-off is now tainted and the, and the corrupt people got the real money. The corrupt people are the ones that got the votes. The real votes are somewhere out there. The real votes are somewhere out there. What we got is counterfeit votes, counterfeit money. Same thing. Oh, and by the way, it's no different than somebody, a bully at school, beating on somebody, and all of a sudden that kid swings back, and then the bully falls down and screams 911, help, help. That's what happened on November 3rd, 2020. We got punched. We punched back because they were holding an illegal session of Congress to remove a duly elected president that was a coup. And that is what the whole story is here, folks. That's what the whole story is here. So stop being afraid and start standing up. Again, we talked about this earlier. There's no need for me to rehash that. You want to watch that video? Go to jeremyharrell.com or go to my Rumble page, Live from America, or even go to my Getter page, and you can watch the live video from earlier there. By the way, Getter coming in hot. Go over to Getter and follow me there. Almost 10,000 followers over there, so thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Don't pick a fight that you're not willing to fight fair. Don't pick a fight that you're not willing to fight fair. Look, let me give a shout out to some folks that I got some great stuff in the mail today, some presents. Uh, Barbara Hare, God bless you and thank you for the American flag and the donation. Mike Staggs, you and your wife, what a large, beautiful donation that was to Live from America here to start the year 2022. I want to say thank you very much. Crystal O'Donnell, another uh, large donation. God bless you. And she says to use it to take my kids out to buy pizza. (laughs) Judy Ganser, God bless you. Thank you very much. Diane Furman, thank you so very much. She sent sent $50 and $25 is to go to the the slush fund that we have here on Life of America that we're getting ready to create. We call it the Slurp Fund because we like to slurp our coffee here. Thank you very much, Diane. And a big shout out to Trey Johnson from Arizona. How you doing, Trey? Good to see you. He asked for a shout-out. He got his shout-out. We got some people watching on Rumble. I'd like to give some shout-outs there. We got Corn Pop. How you doing, Corn Pop? Watching on Rumble. Good to see you. Gene Caterlin, thank you very much for joining in. It's good to see you. God bless you. Liz, uh, excuse me, uh, Liza Fennell, it's good to see you. Thank you for joining in on Rumble. We're going to go over and see our Getter family because we got a lot going on over on Getter. Like I said, Getter's coming in hot, you guys. Getter is, Getter is on fire lately, and uh, they have now taken over the marketplace number one. They are number one in the marketplace for the most downloaded app recently. So big shout out to Jason Miller and the entire Getter team. How you doing, Grace? It's good to see you. Amanda, how you doing? Thomas Hammaker, thank you very much for joining in. Bree Case, she's over on Getter. She says, I love this platform. Just wish we could donate. Just wish we could donate. Well, there's plenty of ways to do that. And I thank you so very much for your, your kindness and your compassion. And uh, who do we got? Patriots K, Christy Burns, and Trina Carey. God bless you and thank you all very much. All right, let's get into the Lord, uh, folks, because, um, you know, after this morning, after the, I think I actually popped a vein in my head this morning, might have had a little bit of a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, you really want to get amped up. Go watch that video. But we know what's going on here, folks. We know it's going on, and you know what? We're not going to be able to defeat any of it. We're not going to be able to succeed at any of it unless we have Almighty God with us. So let's go 
January 6th, year of our Lord, 2022. And let's go to some place that we know is constant, some place that is a rock, some place that we know we can always go to when we need help, when we need a path, when we need guidance. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This planet that you inhabit is in such a big mess that sometimes you feel overwhelmed. But I am the Almighty. Nothing is beyond my control. I am also the Lord who comforts his people and will, com- and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. You can transcend your troubles because I am both powerful and compassionate. From Revelations 1.8, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And from Isaiah 49.13, uh, shout for joy which is the theme here on Live from America for 2022. Shout for joy, O heavens, rejoice. O earth, burst into song, O mountains, for the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. Now check this out, the before you turn out the light section. In the face of tonight's headlines, consider who I am, the beginning and the end, the almighty, the compassionate one. And everything that we're talking about on this news station here today on Real America's Voice News, this is going to come and go. None of this is infinite. The only thing, the only thing that is infinite is the gospel and the word of Jesus Christ. So please, if you're wearing a hat and you're at home, whether you're at home or maybe you're in your car, maybe you're listening on a podcast somewhere, maybe you're at work and you shouldn't be listening, but you are. Please remove your hat if you're wearing one and join with me in the Lord's Prayer. And let's think of the lives that we lost Last year, brave people there to stand up for a war that was waged on them by a Democratic Party that is no longer, has no place in this country in their current form any longer. We do not accept communism in this country. So let's think about the lives that were lost as people were trying to stand up and be the tip of the spear of a potential communist takeover of our country. And let's think of the people that are going to need help in 2022. Let's think of the people that we can reach down and, and, and hold out our hand, extend our hand, and help them out. Here we go. <clears throat> our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And yes, there is a reason that the background has changed tonight, folks, because I am after justice in 2022. I'm after justice in 2022. I'm after justice for calling uh, anybody who supported President Donald J. Trump a bigot or a racist. I'm after justice for those who have been cancel cultured into submission. I'm after justice for those who have been forced to take this Fauci jab under duress. I'm after justice for those who have murdered little babies. I'm after the justice for those little babies' lives that have been murdered every single day in this country. I'm after justice for January 6th and the real people that were behind it. And I am after justice for what you did to our president, Donald John Trump. 
We're going to take a first time out here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and I'm Jeremy Harrell coming to you from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. You're going to want to stay tuned tonight, and you're going to want to share the video, especially if you live in Pennsylvania, because we have Senator Doug Mastriano joining at 30 minutes past the hour. We'll be right back here on Real America's Voice News. Stay tuned. Thank you, Tim. God bless you. And you know what? Thank you for the $25 that have come in so far on the Rumble Rants. Um, and for all those watching, I know we have, uh, we have a lot of monthly donors. Um, we're Right now, we're sitting at about 78% of where we want to be, where we really need to be. So if you've, uh, if you've been on the fence and if you can... Become a monthly donor. It's all really going to help. And all of this extra rumble rants and stuff, you guys, as the show grows, of course, everything else, right? Uh, but we'll do it as long as God tells us to do it. As long as God has these wheels rolling, then we're going to do Live from America, which I see happening for a very, very, very long time. And I just want to appreciate, I want to tell everybody, every one of you, how much I appreciate it. Um, amen. We demand it. Amen, says Sharon. God bless you. Heather says, hello, Jeremy from Missouri. How you doing, Heather? I want to go back over to Getter real quick because last time I was on Getter, it was frozen. So I just want to make sure that it's not frozen over there and everything's all right. I want to see how everybody's doing. We got a couple hundred people watching over there on Getter. <clears throat> Snow is on its way to Pennsylvania. Alisa uh, Alyssa says, uh, love you, Jeremy. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. I appreciate that. Uh, it's really easy to repost over on Getter. All you have to do is click the share button, and it should repost pretty quickly. I would love to see the audience on Getter uh, get larger because there's a, a massive amount of people going over there. A massive amount. Um, feeling a little under the weather but alive, says Vicky Vale. We need more justice for everyone, says Bree. I agree, and we're going to get it this year. I can promise you we're going to get it this year. We're on a, we are on... You know what? God does not have me or all of you on this path just to end in nothing. You know what I mean? A year ago today, you know where I was? A year ago today, I was on my way home from Washington, D.C., and I was still broadcasting this show in a basement. And because of every single one of you, we are now in this multi-thousand dollar studio and I figured out today our audience, just alone on, on Rumble alone, uh, at our current pace right now, not even where we were back when we were getting bigger numbers, but at our current pace right now, we're doing 15 million views a year on Rumble alone. And that does not include Real America's Voice News. That does not include uh, the podcast. That does not include uh, digital TV or Getter or anything else. And that's all a testament to what you guys have done. So we'll see where it takes us and we'll, and, and we'll, we'll ride that wave into 2022. Because you can't beat God. Whose birthday is it? Melly? Is it Melly's birthday? I think there was another person named Sean, right? It was Sean and Melly's birthday. Let's give it to him, right? Let's give it to him. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sean and Melly. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. God bless you. You know, my singing voice is trash today because I've been yelling for the last three days. But anyway, we're going to come back from this commercial break and get into... The first and foremost section, which is just going to continue on with Ashley Babbitt and her mom and what happened today. So let's get into it. Welcome back to Live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell, and this is January 6th, 2022, a year later, a year later from when Mike Pence decided to be probably one of the largest letdowns in 
political history. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Anyway, the first and foremost section of today, two women died that day. Ashley Babbitt murdered by Officer Mike Byrd at the direction of Nancy Pelosi and Roseanne Boylan, who was beaten by Capitol Police and then trampled to death. Ashley Babbitt's family is suing the Capitol Police for $10 million over the murder of Ashley. $10 million would never bring somebody so near and dear to your heart back. So near and dear to America's heart, really, because even though we didn't know her prior on a national level to this, she was still an Air Force, an Army Air Force veteran. She still served overseas. She was a loving friend, family member, mother, daughter, I mean, a daughter, sister, Christian. Let's read this a little bit, shall we? On Monday, Michael Blessecker from the Associated Press published a hit piece on veteran Ashley Babbitt one year after she was gunned down in cold blood by Capitol Police Lieutenant Michael Byrd in the U.S. Capitol. And that's the other thing right there. It's the Associated Press, the AP, the ones that were largely responsible, that with a bunch of other trolls who got me banned from Facebook for life, including Politico, uh, PolitiFact, I should say, PolitiFake, I call them, USA Today, which I call USA Yesterday, because they're a thing of the past. I mean, what kind of scum must you come from in order to write a hit piece on somebody who was murdered, who fought for this country as an uh, Air Force veteran? On Wednesday, attorneys for Ashley Babbitt's family released a statement on the horrible attack on Ashley saying, on January 3rd, the Associated Press published an article about an incident in 2016 between Ashley Babbitt and Celeste Norris, the former girlfriend of Aaron Babbitt. Our response below serves to add some clarity and facts to the article and, and the things that it failed to state. Here's a copy of the letter. An Associated Press article pu- published on January 3rd, 2022, under the under the byline of Michael Blesker, bears the headline, Ashley Babbitt, martyr? Question mark. Her past tells more of a complicated story. What is that past? The article relates to an incident in which a woman named Celeste Norris alleges that Ashley Babbitt deliberately rear-ended her car three times and threatened to beat her up. Oh, no. You mean <laughs> life? You mean everyday life? in which we make stupid mistakes all of our life. Oh, no, that deserved a bullet in the neck. This took place on July 29, 2016, in Prince Frederick, Maryland, and it took place in the context of a relationship which had come to an end between Norris and Aaron Babbitt, who would become Ashley's boyfriend. Oh, no, somebody alert the press, the real press. Somebody alert Project Veritas. What are we going to do? Whatever shall we do? Somebody had a fight in a relationship? Oh! This is the kind of stuff. I'm not even going to go ahead and read the, I'm not, the rest of it is just garbage. The rest of it is tabloid nonsense. Stand in line at Walmart and grab one of those tabloids and you'd get a better story than you got from the Associated Press and that so-called loser of a journalist. Back in the day, is she really a martyr? She had a relationship issue where she rammed the back of a car three times 
And there was a boyfriend that went back and forth. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, drama filled the city. As people came out of their house wondering what in the heck could possibly be going on, it turned out to be a fight between one woman and another over a man, even though there's only, there's no, there's, there's a lot more than two genders. And in the end, she rammed her car three times. Call security. These people are nothing but has been second rate nobodies writing hit pieces to try to garner some left-wing loser who's wearing a pink hat, screaming at the sky with jeans so tight that they had to have vice grips and four other friends to put them on that were living in their mom's basement with them. Scum of the earth. Now today, the only Republicans, certainly not Ted Cruz, who's clearly setting himself up to run against Donald J. Trump, for president, so we'll see how that goes again, lying Ted. Oh, we had so much hope for you, Ted. Ted, fighting Ted. What happened to bearded fighting Ted? Now you're just bearded lying Ted. You might as well grow your hair out, put it up in a man bun, throw some black rimmed glasses on, put some skinny jeans on, and just repeat the same thing that CNN says. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, representative, I should say, congresswoman, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Congressman Matt Gates are the only Republicans out there standing up for what happened, what really happened, not what you're hearing all day long about the non-surrection, what really happened on January 6th. So I want to give a big shout out to Brian at Right Side Broadcasting. I want to give a big shout out to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I want to give a big shout out to Congressman Matt Gates for being out there all day running press conferences, literally sending the left into a frenzy. Richard Maddow tomorrow is going to have so much to talk about as he drinks his coffee. Anyway, today, they were joined by Ashley Babbitt's mother. Joined by Ashley Babbitt's mother today, and I'm going to play a clip from that. Again, big shout out to Brian from Right Side Broadcasting, friends of ours here at Real America's Voice News, It's always a pleasure when I run into Brian out on the road. And a big shout out to these two congressmen. Congressmen and congresswoman, I should say. Check this out. Be kind, whatever your opinions may be. Um, But Ashley Babbitt was killed in the Capitol. And uh, today her mom is here. Her mother is here. And so we'd like to give her a chance to speak. And remember, this woman has mourned her daughter's death for this past year. And so again, I ask you to be kind uh, and don't yell out questions, but we'd like to give her an opportunity uh, to talk. So yeah, here she comes right now. Um, we'll welcome her in, obviously. Glad you could join us. Brian Glenn from Right Side Broadcasting Network. We're live right now. First of all, our condolences to you on behalf of everyone at Right Side Broadcasting and of all Americans. We, we are very, you're in, remain in our prayers, not just now, but forever. Um, what would you like to say to the media watching or in, in to the, the American people watching right now? I would like to say that this was a protest, not an insurrection, and the mainstream media needs to stop pushing that narrative forward. And it, at this point, that should be a libelous comment. My daughter was a proud American patriot. She served this country her whole adult life. She um, loved God, loved America, loved her family, and came to um, D.C. to hear Donald Trump 
speak about, you know, a stolen election. She felt like that was her last time to hear him speak. Little did we know that'd be her last time to hear anybody speak after she was murdered by a careless, reckless Capitol Police officer, Michael Byrd, who should have been fired two years ago for leaving his loaded weapon in a public restroom. I feel like the Capitol Police need to change the way they do things. They operate with impunity, which I did not know until my daughter was publicly executed. I think that most of America does not know that the Capitol Police Department works under it with impunity. They're not subject to FOIA. They're not subject to transparency. They are another arm of uh, Congress, and they don't answer to an external review like every other police department in this country. My daughter was an amazing energetic, independent, powerful woman. <laughs> and I miss her every day. And I'm here because Americans do have the right to protest. It's your right as an American citizen to protest. I would also like to say to Nancy Pelosi, this is not your public, this is not your playhouse and is not your private domain. The, the surveillance cameras were put up to capture what happened that day. The American people have a right to see the 14,000 hours of footage. It's not her personal footage. It, this is Amer This is Mar You're not the queen, Nancy Pelosi. This is America's 14,000 hours of missing footage. We have a right to see it. That was the purpose of the cameras. We have political prisoners in jail in America, not in some third world country. We have political prisoners to this day in solitary confinement, being denied the due process that they fought, most of them veterans fought for their right to be in this country to, to exercise their First Amendment and the right to protest, and they are being denied the rights that they fought for for this country. And you don't I want to make mama bears mad. You don't want to make mama bears mad, ladies and gentlemen. So big shout out to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates for getting uh, for getting that interview um, with uh, with Ashley Babbitt's mother. And, and can you believe what she said? The Capitol Police operate with impunity. The Capitol Police don't have outside reviews like regular police forces do. And they answer only to the wicked witch flying around on her broom. That's why she wears a mask, because she flies around on her broom so much, her face would leave her behind. It's been pulled back so much, she has to wear a mask so it doesn't fall off. Anyway... What a disgrace. We're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. And when we come back, we will be joined by the one and only Pennsylvania Senator Doug Mastriano. We'll see what he says about uh, today and things that are going on and much more concerning election fraud and his plans and his rally coming up. We'll be right back here on Real America's Voice News. Stay tuned. And we are clear. Senator, can you hear me, sir? I got you, Jeremy. Have a, you got me okay? I do, Doug. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. How you hanging, brother? Well, you know, <laughs> I woke up this morning, you know, kind of heated because of, because of all the nonsense. You know what I mean? It's, it's really the nonsense that bothers me. It's like, let's get to the bottom of reality and not, and, and not sit here and continue to demonize people, you know? Let me... Uh, we're on the commercial break here. Let me pull up my video so I can see you because I know you can't see me. There we go. Can you see me now? There you are. How you doing? I got you, brother. Good. So, you know, I was a little heated this morning when I did my morning show. And um, and 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 I, I just I am so sick of, of, of living in some kind of twilight zone, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm yep. really sick of doing. I'm sick. I'm sick of living in a twilight zone. I miss America and I want my America back, you know? Yes. Um, yep. 
I'm just going to turn my video back off here because I can, I, can, uh, I can facilitate bringing you into the screen a little bit better with me not on there. Um, okay. So, again, just so you remember, uh, Doug, uh, that uh, while you're on the show, you're, 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 you're still live to the, uh, to the social media and digital TV audience, but it's the Real America's Voice news audience that you're not live to uh, during commercial because we're recording for that. So, um, cool. so anyway, how are you doing on this day? Let me, let me bring you in over here so people can see. How are you doing on this day? <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I'm tired of the political talking points. I'm tired of the nonsense. I'm tired of the lies and the oppression. I mean, you're right. This is America. There is a First Amendment. It's not just for those that we agree with politically. It's also for those that we disagree with. Right. Uh, and the double standard uh, legally as well. I mean, what happened to the BLM Antifa people that burned down cities and killed about two dozen people and a couple billion dollars worth of damage? I know. I know. It, it, it's I, it's it's not even I mean, I'm angry. Right. But it's a different kind of angry. It's angry with a with a with a positive purpose. Like I'm going to turn this anger into into getting justice for for a lot of people in 2022 or do my damnedest trying because so many people are just there's not a lot of fighters right now. And we need we need to add to the fight. We need lions. We need more lions. We need yep. more lions. But anyway, let's come back from this break and uh, and then we'll 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 get to town. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, and you are locked and loaded from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. Of course, you are joined by all the Live from America family from all across digital TV, social media platforms. We can't be stopped. We're actually viewed now more than we were when we had the big three, but we're banned for life, and we wear that as a badge of honor. Speaking of a badge of honor, I got a guy with me that's probably got a lot of those, and uh, I'm sure you're familiar with him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Senator Doug Mastriano from Pennsylvania. Senator, how you doing tonight, my friend? A happy New Year to you. I hope you and your audience had a great Christmas. Well, you know what? Uh, I got five kids who... Um, who are all uh, who 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 are all good kids, all good grades, and uh, all all of them love Jesus, but one one's giving me a little hard time on that, but he'll come around. Uh, so we had a great Christmas of giving and loving and helping others, and uh, and uh, you know I want to continue to raise my kids that way, uh, not to, not to think of those times uh, and our blessings of living in America uh, take it for granted. We need to make sure that every day we're helping. We're helping other people out. I know you're the same way. I mean, look, you've, been a, you've served this country for how long, you know? 30 years, uh, act duty every day. Wow. Every day, 30 years. Most of my 20s, all my 30s, all of my 40s, and part of my 50s. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you for your service, as always, um, uh, Doug. And let's, get, let's just get right into it. So it's January 6th. Here we are. I call it a non-surrection. The mainstream media likes to call it an insurrection. Of course, I'm not. I'm going to call it a non-surrection until somebody actually gets charged with insurrection or somebody actually gets charged with domestic terrorism. But all I see right now is trespassing charges, picketing inside a government facility charges, few assault charges. I don't see anything that warrants being locked down like a dog and not having basic human rights like what's going on in D.C. I know you live in Pennsylvania, but can, talk to me a little bit about what you, as a state senator, what you think about, about this unprecedented time that we're in where they can just throw, lock people up and throw away the key. Americans. Yeah, I, I never thought that I would live to see the day. And uh, what we're seeing here makes McCarthy look like an amateur back in the 50s, you know, and um, that, that we could be lectured by Vladimir Putin of Russia and Zhao Jinping, you know, in China about political prisoners is embarrassing. It should never happen in America. I know my state was founded by William Penn, and he uh, actually spent time in jail because he, he didn't belong to the right group. He didn't belong to the you know, right religious group. 
And uh, King Charles II said, you know what? Uh, your dad's a, a famous admiral. He supported me during the Dutch Wars. Uh, I'll let you go, but just join the right church, have the right political views. And he said, I'd rather die in prison than, than surrender his, his conscience. Amen. And then, uh, you know, a, a miracle happened. You know, God uh, uh, awarded his uh, faithfulness and gave him this land we know as Pennsylvania here. And he wanted it to be a, a place of freedom where you could walk as free people. You know, it says in John 8, 3, 6, if Jesus set, set you free, you're free indeed. That's really kind of the motto for William Penn there, because you know, people flock to Pennsylvania for freedom and that we live in a time where we're, we're just people can be oppressed, that a First Amendment only applies to those that you agree with politically for those in power. I mean, there's a, the First Amendment has a lot of protections, you know, religious protection, press and the right to assemble peacefully uh, for those who participated in rallies around the nation uh, you know, on picket day, any day peacefully. They're protected by the First Amendment. Right. People that broke the law, whether it's in Portland, Seattle, or Washington, D.C., obviously they, they need to suffer consequences. But there always should be in America an equal application of the law. That's right. You know, right behind the uh, Capitol building in D.C. is the Supreme Court, and it says equal justice before the law. Do we really see equal justice these days? No, and not only do we not see equal justice, but we see uh, people literally digging into somebody's life like they're looking for something wrong. And and I don't care who you are. We're all sinners. You go for looking for something wrong, you're going to find something wrong. Yeah. You know, yep. it's no different than a, than, than a spouse looking through another spouse's phone. You go looking for something wrong, you're going to make yourself find something wrong. And whoever thought, not only are we not getting, you know, due process and equal um, equal opportunity under the law, but, we're, but we now have people that will say, okay, I'm going to turn the entire force of the Justice Department, or I'm going to turn a DA's office into a weapon to literally dig on you until we find something wrong. And I just, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the gears of justice work so slowly as it is, but when you have this much corruption going on, I just don't know how people are going to continue to wait for justice to be done. And that's not me calling for any kind of real insurrection or anything like that. I'm just saying we need more fighters. We need more lions uh, out, out there doing uh, <laughs> what you're doing uh, and what Steve Bannon and so many others are doing, standing up in the face of adversity, but they're afraid of cancel culture. They're afraid of losing their jobs, losing their lives. If you say something about the Clintons, I mean, little joke there, but uh, you know what I mean. We live in a world where so, there's so much fear. My newsletter this morning said, the Bible references do not fear or do not be afraid or have no fear 365 times. Depending on the translation that you have, you'll read it a different way. And it just so happens to be that 365 days in a year, so every day you can get up and tell yourself, do not be afraid. And that's one message that I want to give Americans in 2022 is do not be afraid. You have God-given abilities and God-given rights to stand up and say something. Stand up and say something. America needs, we need to hear more Americans standing up is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so this is America. Uh, you're right. You have a right to your own opinion, your own political views and, and, and should not suffer consequences. But this past year and a half, uh, almost two years, uh, the American dream has been turned on its head. You know, now we have governors and a president that, that are you know, declaring people essential, non-essential. You lose your job if you don't get the jab. You know, people that we celebrated last year as heroes working in the medical system, you know, are now are villains if they don't you know, comply and obey. Um, I remember. As a 17-year-old kid, you know, back in the late 70s, early 80s, I was an exchange student to Germany, West Germany. And, uh, you know, we did a trip over to East Berlin, and I was detained by the communist Volkspolizei, the People's Police, for merely taking a picture at the Friedrichstrasse subway. And, wow. uh, 
And I remember uh, while I was detained, you know, I was thinking about how valuable our freedoms were. And then to go back a few uh, years later as Lieutenant Mastriano with the uh, 2nd Cavalry Regiment uh, on the Czechoslovakian East German uh, borders, uh, I remember the sense of pride that although if the Soviets attacked us, we were told we'd last about 45 minutes, we were called the speed bump. Uh, I, I, I felt honored to be on the pointy end of the spear defending all of our freedoms against that godless system. And that now we've embraced so much in America and the West, these ideals. Look at what's going on in Australia of government control and oppression over people's lives. It's, it's just incredible. You know, and, and that you had a gift, you, that you had a pause a few minutes ago. And say, you know, when you're giving an impassioned statement politically, obviously you're talking, you know, using our political system, our constitution to affect change. So, you know, people like us, since we're, we're conservatives and, you know, targeted and things are willfully misrepresented uh, by the media and the left, we have to give pause. You say, you know, let's fight for our freedom, you know, and I, and I mean that constitutionally, not, you know, not, you know, in any right. violent way. Because the you left, have to be afraid of that. Yeah, we, we can hear Kamala Harris talk about, you know, fight like hell and it's OK. But you know, Donald Trump says that and he's like he's, he's calling yeah. for violence. This is or, just a, a terrible time we live in. Or what about the kick them when they're down? When they go down, when they go low, you kick them or whatever. You know what I mean? Or or you see a Trump supporter in the streets, you get in their face, you scream at them, yeah. you disrupt them. And it's like, you know, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not I don't want to sit and cry about what they can do and we can't do. I just want to fight. I just want to fight and fight figuratively. FBI, calm down. Uh, before yeah, we go to a break, that, 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 is, a, that is a metaphor. Yeah, metaphors exactly. Have been it's used in the English language ever since the language existed. <laughs> Shakespeare used metaphors. It's, it's not well, you physical. Know, you know what it is, though, uh, uh, Doug, is back before the world of masks, people could see your facial expressions and see if you were joking or not. <laughs> Nowadays, nobody knows. All they see is eyes, and they just don't know if you're joking or not. <laughs> you know, um, Pennsylvania. Uh, I, I did a story this morning, I believe it was, talking about uh, how Dominion is is really um, kind of scared about what the court dates that, you know, the, the court uh, dates that they have in Philly. And in, in I believe it's Fulton County and, and other places where they're they're trying to, you know, dig into these machines and uh, Dominion saying we, not, we can't let you dig into the machines because you'll destroy the machines. Um, it sounds like they're really there. It sounds like Pennsylvania is actually gearing up to do something with the machines. Tell me what the update is there, because I hear Bannon once in a while praising Jake Corman. And every time he does it, I cringe. I love Bannon. But every time I hear him praise Jake Corman, I cringe. And I'm like, oh, what do we do? What, what, are you, what are we doing? I mean, the guy's clearly, clearly doing anything he does for political reasons. And he's not doing it for, you know, for the love of Pennsylvania. So kind of give me an update of what's going on there from you know, from your perspective? Well, I mean, most of your folks should know that obviously I've been leading the charge. That's a metaphor also there, lefties. <laughs> uh, le leading the investigation into what happened at the Pennsylvania's election going back to November two years ago, November 2020. Had my hearing and, you know, kind of blew the lid off of things like, wow, we got a lot of problems here. It's funny, Jeremy. So, you know, every time the left mentions me, of course, I got to say, you know, Mastriana, who advanced baseless claims of voting fraud, so I pulled out that my findings, a two or three page document, you know, my findings of the hearing at Gettysburg of voting fraud. And uh, I could not find one thing on that paper that was proven as false by the media or anyone. They just they just attack it without reviewing the merits of it. You know, and that's a darn shame because they're protected by the First Amendment as well. To keep those in power accountable. Mm -hmm. But what do you do? What happens, you know, when they, they align themselves so blindly to one party that they can't even look at things factually? So anyway, right. so I was pushing forward, uh, you know, saw what was going on in Arizona last year, was endeavoring to bring that to Pennsylvania. And I was blocked and stopped by Jake Corman, 
and uh, the president pro tem of the Senate. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a darn shame. So we come to find out after he, you know, stopped me completely of being able to do a forensic investigation that obviously was for political gain because then he announced for governor. And we see it's a big game for these people here. This should be about the honor and integrity of upholding our oath. This should be about doing the people's will because we are we get we derive our power from the consent of the people. And, that, you know, I'm just appalled by the lack of honor and integrity, you know, by somebody like that who's been in politics most of his adult life, took, you know, filled his dad's seat. So 43 years of a corpsman in Senate. And uh, I just I honestly believe, you know, Pennsylvania really do deserve better. I'm not going to spend a lot more, any more time talking about that on him. As far as uh, the, subpoena, the subpoenas that went out were, were for uh, data on, on voters. Uh, you know, my perspective was completely different. A forensic investigation starts and ends with the ballots, like mm -hmm. Arizona. You can look at all the other the voting rolls and the logs and, and the machines, you know, later on. But you got to start and end with the ballots, especially knowing that the ballots are only going to be on hand for another nine months. By federal law, they have, they have to be kept for 22 months. And I think um, since they haven't been subpoenaed yet, the, the Democrats will run out the clock. And unless there's some kind of, you know, uh, order from a judge, we're not we're going to run out of time to actually review the ballots. Well, we're going to take I want to take a break. But when we come back from the break, I want to talk about the whole circumventing the state legislature there. I mean, that is something that it spoke of more about Pennsylvania than any other place. Just people just taking it upon themselves to make up new election law. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And then I want to talk about what's going on down in Georgia. And then we'll get to your rally coming up this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking another quick break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be back with more from with Doug Mastriano right after this. Stay tuned. <clears throat> So, you know, how, what I want to know is, and we'll, and we'll kind of, we don't need to get deep into this. We'll, I want to do it for the, for the Real America's Voice audience. But what I really want to know is if this really happened, right? If the Secretary of State, the Governor, the State Supreme Court, the AG, whoever was involved in, in making these new rules, and then you had yeah. a Supreme Court, I think it was Alito, right? Wasn't it Alito that stepped in and said, whoa, 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 yes. whoa. Okay, so... That seemed to have just stopped. You know what I mean? They broke the law. They broke state law, or they at least changed it. I don't know if you could say broke it. I don't really know the right word to use there. But they obviously went around what was what was the, you know the precedent that was that was uh, put in place by you guys. So how come nothing happened because of that? Like like get to the get to the cancer and dig it out. The, the ballots are one thing, but getting to the cancer and digging it out. How come? Not, I mean, do you have any kind of insight on that? Or I do. Uh, the Texas case, and I, I did a, you know, an amicus with that, and the Texas case uh, rightly stated that constant, the Constitution was, was uh, violated or circumvented because the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court legislated from the bench. They took voting reform package that we had, we had passed uh, earlier in the year or the year before, and they rewrote the law. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court added three days for, for ballots to come in. They added, they took away the requirement for postal marks so that we would know if the ballots were actually, you know, mailed before the election ended. Um, they took away the requirement for a, an ID, a matching uh, signature. Uh, they, uh, they allowed Democrat counties initially to cure the ballots. So I know in the military, when I voted, you know, by absentee, most of my life I did that. If, they, if there was any error in the way I filled out that ballot, they would they would set aside. They would toss my military ballot aside. Yeah. And there I am serving in Iraq or Afghanistan. But they allowed Democrat counties uh, last year to make corrections. Well, in 2020 to uh, initially a Democrat uh, ballots and then they expanded it out, you know, like 
just days before the election for Republican counties. And so the whole thing was was uh, was rigged against us. I hate to use that term because I didn't vote on that. I didn't vote on that. Nobody voted on that. And so the pen, this U.S. Supreme Court needed to hear our case. And, that, and I, you know, I told Donald Trump that was that was the best case because it, it captured, in essence, how the election in Pennsylvania was compromised by these changes by activists on the court and by our, our, our governor and his team as well. It's just and, and because there's nobody in power like in an AG's office there or the governor, then nobody can really do anything about it, unfortunately. Right. I mean, I guess you could get a sheriff involved. The sheriff could do something. Sheriff's got a lot of power in this country, well, you know, but, you know, the, the, constitutionally, the U.S. Supreme Court should have heard that case. And because of that, I, I do believe we have a constitutional crisis in Pennsylvania as a result, because <laughs> they've they've allowed the state Supreme Court to make law. And that, last time I checked, uh, we're the lawmakers in the Senate and in the House. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get back to it. Welcome back to Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. We got Senator Doug Mastriano from Pennsylvania. During the break, we were talking about this whole, you know, going around the state legislature to create their own state election laws from the bench of the state Supreme Court. And that's uh, Doug, if I'm not mistaken, that's exactly what you're telling me. You're telling me that the state Supreme Court said, you know what, we're going to take it upon ourselves and we're going to make election laws from the bench. Now, is the reason that they decided to do that because of the, quote, pandemic? Is that why they thought that they had the authority to do that? Um, you know, that, that played a key part in it, obviously, but they, they just thought they had the power to interpret the law, you know, as they saw fit and, and not as it was written or voted on by the House and Senate of Pennsylvania. And they didn't like what we wrote, so they, they rewrote the law. And uh, it's appalling to me that the U.S. Supreme Court didn't hear the case, and they threw it on a technicality. They said the... Uh, the case didn't have standing. Right. What? Now you had 17 or 18 states that an amicus with it or filed together with Texas on it. Uh, a good number of the senators in Pennsylvania and a few House members did an amicus with it. I mean, none of us have standing. You've got to be kidding me. So what are your um, what are the other senators that you, you talk to regularly? Are they are they as up in arms as you are over this whole thing? And they're like, we just can't do anything because the people in the powerful seats like the Cormans and the AGs and, 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 and your governor, they won't do anything about it. So you kind of just stuck. I mean, how does the legislature feel being just shoved to the side like that by the Supreme Court there just from a man to man? You know what I mean? The conversations you've had with these people, are they are they pissed? And so uh, there's 50 members of the Senate in Pennsylvania, 29 Republicans, you know, one, one independent that caucuses with us, uh, so 29. Um, you know, it, it, it's a gamut. It, it's just, you know, with me, like, this, this, this is not constitutional. You know, we, we write the law, not the courts, uh, to just move on. So we have a gamut of, of feelings on that whole issue. Wow. So you must be paying attention to what's going on in Georgia then with the bar- ballot harvesting because – what they're saying is the true the vote that, that, that uncovered this and been working on it for a while. They're saying this is a multi-state uh, network of, cr- of criminal activity uh, reaching all the way to Pennsylvania, reaching to Wisconsin, reaching to Arizona, possibly to Nevada. Um, have you heard anything about this in your state? What's going on with true the vote down there? Is there have you heard about any connection or are, are we just all focused on what's what's going on in Georgia right now when it, as it pertains to that? Yeah, so I, I haven't heard of a connection to Pennsylvania yet. Uh, I would def- defer to uh, Tony Shoup and uh, Karen Taylor, who run the Audit to Vote PA, and uh, they'd be yep. good people to have on your show to talk to. They, they've been on top of this from the beginning. Yes, um, they have. So about you know, the, the month after the election, uh, they, they, they organized, came together, 
uh, were tired by the inaction that they saw and uh, have a huge movement of people here trying to get to the bottom. You know, this this is not about overturning anything. It's a it's about maintaining my role or the General Assembly's role to have oversight of the elections. I agree. And that's given to us by the federal and state constitutions. Yep. And so that our attorney general or my, you know, my Democrat colleagues, many of them, you know, are up and, you know, in uproar. I'll do everything I can to stop, a, you know, an audit. What are you hiding? If you, you know, you tell me and actually they stand up and say on this floor of the Senate, there was no fraud in this election. It was a perfect election. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. I mean, parts of Philadelphia are renowned for, uh, you know, for irregularities you're using a, a interesting term there right and uh, it was just a, it's just a level of of corruption or fraud that's all we want to find out if there's nothing to see here if you're so confident in the vote that's great okay mash we got to go ahead waste it waste of you know people's money on on this investigation and you know and you'll be held accountable great i look forward to it but instead you know it's a cover-up it, it's running and screaming and hollering and shouting on the floor i mean it's just ridiculous if you Doug, even if I came to you tomorrow, even if I came to you tomorrow with a billionaire Mm -hmm. who said, hey, I'll pay for every forensic audit in every state, they still wouldn't allow you to have it. Well, you know, we we had I had a plan to have this covered without using taxpayer dollars. And Jake Corman was uh, strongly opposed to using uh, donations from outside to to not influence an election, but to do an investigation. I mean, I don't even know how that could be corrupt or compromised. You know, the optics of it, Doug, you know, I'm like, what? So you want to spend millions of dollars of taxpayers' money when you don't have to. You could be good stewards of the money. You have people around the state and nation that are interested in voting integrity and are willing to give up their personal wealth here. You know, that's how Arizona did it. We had all kinds of resistance. You know, if, if uh, Senator Corman was so interested in investigation, why did it take him so long to suddenly see the light? Or was it about political expediency? Yeah. Well, no, I, <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. It's so frustrating. Oh, it's so frustrating. Oh, I hate being so I hate being so prim and proper and official about it. You know what I mean? I kind of want to go Neanderthal sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got to rally, know, Jeremy. So okay, we, we are a constitutional republic. And, and, you know, and I get it. You know, I, I, I'm impatient, too. I'm a man of action. I was a soldier. If you don't deliver results, you know, you're, you're, you're out. You, you don't get promoted. But uh, this constitutional republic, by design, things move slow. Yeah. In the General Assembly, it just you, you need to build a team. You need to build a coalition. You know, I'm one of 50, one of 29 Republicans, and you got to get a majority or, or a, you know, a group of people here that are like minded with you. So yeah. we're in this for the long game. It's a marathon. Uh, this is 2022. Yep. 2021's behind us here. Uh, we're going to move forward. Uh, this is going to be a year of victory yes, constitutionally for us. We're going to I have a big announcement Saturday. Um, you know, I never planned for running for office in the first place here. And then, uh, you know, Saturday, a, a big announcement of running for governor. It's going to be a fantastic Woo! rally in Gettysburg, by the way. And uh, I was hoping we, we have the opportunity here as a people to, to take back our government, to restore our freedoms, to rebuild our economy here, to, to revive this state. We're, we were supposed to be the seat of a nation. As, as William Penn said, we are the seat of a nation Amen. where the light of liberty was lit in Philadelphia in 1776. A New Birth of Freedom in 1863 at Gettysburg. And let's not forget Todd Beamer, an adopted son of Pennsylvania from Cranberry, New Jersey. You know, uh, flight, he was at 9-11. And uh, he tried to take the plane back with other passengers there. And his last words before they tried to take the plane back by the famous terrorists was, uh, let's roll. So 
Pennsylvania, America, it's time to roll. Let's do it. Dude, I, I am so excited that you're running for governor. And like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna get all the footage I can from that from Saturday's rally. I can't be there, but I'm gonna try to get as much footage as I can so I can play it on Monday's show, Monday morning show, and uh, I'm gonna do fundraising for you. I'm gonna help out. I wanna see you as governor there. I don't live in that state, but I have a lot of friends and family who do. I wanna see somebody that knows what they're doing and who's passionate and who's a man of God. And I think that's you. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so, for for continuing your service to this country. And that's not me just saying it as a news host from man to man. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for continuing to fight for this country, Doug. Thank you. You know, it, it wasn't an easy decision to run for a you know political office in the first place because I never wanted to do that. And I wanted to serve my country in the military, which I did most of my adult life. But, uh, you know, it, it's time for people like you and me to do something. Yes. And we have the ability, you know, and it's, it's it's, you got to vote, my friends. Yes, we have a lot of issues in many of the states. Pennsylvania has a lot of issues here. But if you stay home, you're part of the problem. And yes. then I say you have no right to complain, you know, how bad things get. You know, and, and my last thought, Jeremy, I know we have to go in a minute here. You know, when we see how bad things are in our country, Christians, don't 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 cop out and say, oh, it's God's will. No, it's not. You show me where it's God's will. The only thing we see that's very clear declared in the Bible is God's will. It's God's will that none should perish, but also come to salvation. So it's not his will for abortion to exist. It's not his will right. for, uh, you know, uh, problems and fraud with, with the voting election. That's, that's not him. And right. so, but he looks to men and women like you and me to stand in a gap from such a time as this, you know, there's, there's key moments in history. We have Joshua's, we have Gideon's, we have Esther's. It, it's not, it's not just, you know, thunder and lightning from the sky. It's, it's men and women that God calls forth and it's up to us to respond to the call. Amen. Well, uh, Senator Mastriano, thank you for joining Live from America as always. I can't wait to have you back. Uh, congratulations on your, on your new journey, and uh, we'll have you back on soon. And, uh, hey, to the moon, to the moon. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you, sir. It's going to be a great rally, man. God bless. See you later. <laughs> You too. Take care. Ah, Doug Mastriano, folks. What a good guy. What a great. Uh, what a great servant uh, for for America. Doing the right thing. Public service. We're gonna take another quick break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. <clears throat> That's awesome, huh? That's awesome that he's running for governor. I was wondering if he was actually, you know, really going to get into it, and uh, looks like he is. So great, great news. Going over to get her real quick. Vicky Vale says, "Amen, Doug. Amen, Doug." Uh, trending politics reported this eight hours ago, says Zachary White. Not sure what you're talking about, but if you're talking about Mastriano running for governor, um, yeah, I was, I was busy eight hours ago, actually. Uh, but great news. Awesome news. And, uh, there, there, there couldn't be anybody better to run the state of Pennsylvania, uh, to, not, as, uh, as Doug Mastriano, definitely not a Jake Corman, um, He's all talking and, and a lot of no action as far as I can see anyway. I mean, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I got a lot of friends in, in Pennsylvania who, who say otherwise. So uh, remember, everybody, um, big, huge sales right now. Big, huge sales on MyPillow.com, uh, especially with uh, Mike gearing up to go back to the Supreme Court. He's probably trying to raise as much money as he can. So go to uh, MyPillow.com and go to the, the betting section and the new product section. A lot of sales there, and there's up to 75% off um, on overstock stuff if you use the promo code LFA. And also, if you go to PatriotFoods.com, they have beginning-of-the-year sales as well using the same promo code LFA. And the new Hand Over Your Heart shirts, new colors, will be on the website tomorrow. So... Yes, Candace Taylor for governor in, in Georgia as well. I agree. Great interview, uh, Jeremy. Thank you so much. God bless. Doug Mastriano says, Barb. And I want to thank you guys again for the, uh, f um, 
for the Rumble Rant donations during the show. It was really nice. How you doing, Corn Pop? How's, how's that little lie from America baby doing? I wish I could rub your widow belly and say, hello, it's the Hip Hop Patriot. <laughs> hey, it looks like Freddie made it back in here. God bless you, sir. God bless you, Freddie. Thanks for joining in. Does anybody know how uh, Javon Hutton Pulitzer is doing? Yes, I do know how he's doing. He's doing really good. He's not back to 100% yet, but he's doing pretty good. And when he is ready, we'll bring him back on the show to talk about it, okay? All right, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. What a great show it was to have uh, Senator Doug Mastriano with us. Thank you again, Doug, for coming on. Uh, again, this is January 6th, folks. Again, the, the, the stuff behind me represents justice. This is going to be a year of justice. This is going to be a year of joy. This is going to be a year of jubilation. This is going to be a year of winning, exposing the corrupt, dark evil. And this is going to be a year of rejoicing. Watch what I tell you. You watch what I tell you. I have a great feeling. My conscience is telling me. The Holy Spirit is alive telling me this stuff. So anyway, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you missed this morning's show, do yourself a favor. Get jacked up on some coffee and go watch it. Until then, I will see you guys tomorrow, Friday morning, 11 a.m., bright and early, live from America, Roku, Rumble, Getter, iHeartRadio, Real America's Voice, Fire Stick. We're everywhere. Anyway, God bless you guys again. Have a great, great evening. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America.